this is New Jack, and you listening to Marking Out, you nasty cum burping fucking bitch. This is Marking Out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans, we marking out, y'all. We marking out. Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Thank you very much, as we say every single week, for listening. If you are listening to this, you're either doing it one of two ways. You're on MarkingOut.com, where you're listening to all the past episodes, or you uh, are going on iTunes as well. You can see our logo on the website and on iTunes, made by Nick Matocho. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at Nick Matocho for all of your graphic design needs. Uh, we want to give a big shout-out as well to Ring Rope Rebellion for making us our kick-ass theme music. Never gets old. Uh, if you are going on MarkingOut.com, you can check out videos, you can check out bios, you can buy some t-shirts. Definitely buy some t-shirts because we're doing this thing for free. And if you want to support us, support us by buying a shirt at MarkingOut.com. We have a bunch of uh, social media outlets that you can follow us on facebook.com slash marking out we continue uh, talks we post a lot of videos chris's match of the week is always posted on thursdays this week was posted on friday i apologize because i'm a very busy man uh also you can follow us on twitter at marking out we uh, live tweet during a bunch of stuff and just tweet in general about wrestling uh related things if you want to email us about sponsorship advertising music music as well you can uh Email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. As you can hear, I am sitting here with Dave. Dave, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm doing awesome. Can't and, wait. And Dave doesn't have a Twitter handle. And, no. Uh, my name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter at Chris Sweendog. And we are sitting here with the professional, B. Golda. Follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome as always. Yes, very monotone, very professional like tone. Very professional tone to him. What was what was my name? B Golda? B Golda. B Golda. You know? I don't you don't have to get it. You're professional. It's a, it, that's all that matters. The most professional thing about this show. Anyway, let's get on to some sports entertainment talk. We got a lot to talk about because we're actually recording this on a Saturday morning. So we got SmackDown to talk about from last night. We have Raw to talk about, and we have SmackDown from last week. That's right. Double the SmackDown action and punch your ears with. That, okay. Sure. Great. Um, Just go with it. Maybe one of the best SmackDowns that I have seen in a very, very long time. And since it was great, we want, we want to talk about the goods, but let's talk about the one bad on the show, which was the match between Natalia and Layla. That, yeah. That's all we really got to talk it about. Looked it looked like a drill match. Like, Layla's, Layla goes step by step very gradually into every single move. Stop it. Nope, that's why uh, they took the title off of her and gave it back to Eve, who... Doesn't deserve it either. Well, apparently, you know, she's been doing good things with it, but, you know, there's a lot of other divas that deserve it. Oh, hey, Natalia. Yeah, hey, Natalia, but we apologize for putting you in the bad, but, you know. It's not your fault. You're wrestling, Layla. Yeah, (laughs) there we go. And so let's get on to the goods, because this was a very, very good SmackDown. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Before we talk about the big picture of this show, which SmackDown was surrounded on, there was a couple of other uh, good things in there. You had a nice match with uh, Santino and Antonio Cesaro, non-title match, Santino getting a win, 
But it seemed like it was with the help of Oksana, because Oksana was kind of... Yeah, Oksana, um, the Cobra was getting involved, and then Cesaro threw the Cobra into the corner. She went to go grab it, then fell into the ring. Yeah. Very, I don't know. But the big payoff is this Antonio Cesaro breaks up with Oksana. Good so, riddance. Good but riddance. Would you, would you really want to break up with her? Yeah. She annoys me so much. She Hello? really does. She looks very, she sounds very stupid. Yeah. That's, that's pretty I didn't know she was like a fitness model. Accent. What's that? I didn't know she was like a fitness model. And maybe because of her like high pants that go up to right underneath her breasts like throw me off. It's just like what? I'm like that's that's one style that I always hate is like when when like when girls yeah. like they're in like they're you know, think they're fashionable and hip and hey, I live on the lower east side and rent a studio apartment and drink Pabst Blue <laughs> Ribbon. I'm 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 not gonna get started on it, but like you're they not, have, not specifically talking to anybody, are you? No, I'm just I'm just I'm just talking All in right. general. Like, yeah, no, hey, look at me, I have bright I have bright yellow pants. I'll put it on Facebook and think it's swag. No, I'm not <laughs> talking, talking about, about Dan. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody in general. But honestly, that that fashion that fashion style just really irks me. Pants are supposed to be worn on your waist. All right. You know, there's certain exceptions. You know, when pregnant chicks have those like pants that like you know kind of covers your belly and stuff like that, it goes. Ah, I I don't know. I'm ranting. I don't know. I'm ranting here. But anyway, Oksana Antonio Cesar breaks up, breaks up, and we gonna talk like this today. We gonna talk like Tracy Morgan. <laughs> um, this is what happens when we do a show on a Saturday. Yeah, but overall, Cesaro got uh, lost the match, but it was non-title, so it's all right. It's yeah, it's all right. It's okay. But I see good things coming from Antonio Cesaro now. He is getting rid of the, the excess baggage. And, now he's serious. Yeah, now he's super serial. Um, uh, you know, traditional squash match between Brodus Clay and Heath Slater. Brodus Clay not getting the win because there was a disqualification. Well, Brodus Clay did get the win. Oh, okay, sorry. Doing shows on Saturdays. Um, you have Brodus Clay getting the win, but the bigger story for this was the attack of Ginger Mahal, Drew McIntyre, and Heath Slater. After the match. Well, it was during the match. It was a DQ. Oh, yeah. You said he got... Well, okay. Yeah, you're, you're, Clay, you're screwing me Brodus up here. Clay won the match because of a DQ. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Encore uh, ran to the ring. It's Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal. They just started beating down Brodus Clay. Heath Slater got involved. And it looks like they got a little fact- uh, stable going. Yeah, which is called Encore, as Dave yep, mentioned Encore. very briefly. Um do you think that fits them, though? No. I Well, you know what? We haven't seen a promo from them. We just see them attack... You don't see anything on Monday Night Raw. You know, I'm I'm kind of jumping the gun a little well, bit here. You don't see anything on SmackDown this yeah. week. That but I feel the, like was necessary. Name-wise? I feel that that was necessary to have them give them the mic for this um, last Raw. I think that they should have had the mic to explain their actions and speak a little bit. Yeah, uh, but you know, maybe I guess I guess you can kind of see that a name like that works for them because all of them were always highly touted. Heath Slater in the Nexus in the core. You had Jinder Mahal. When he was brought in, he was brought in big time with the great Kali angle. And then you had Drew McIntyre that was the, you know, was supposed to be the next big guy. And now you're giving them another, giving them another turnaround, giving them an encore and making, making sure they make a big statement. So I, I like to think that I may have been the only person to stick with Jinder Mahal throughout the entire, uh, FCW run and everything. No, I mean, I liked him. It's just they didn't have anything for him, and then they used him in NXT during that, you know, once in a while during yeah, that Gold Rush tournament, yeah. which was good. But, yeah, so hopefully, you know, we can, they can get back on track and put these guys over in the next coming weeks and make these guys a good stable because you want that mid-card stable on SmackDown, especially with, you know, the, the, the crowded World Heavyweight title picture. You know, the Intercontinental title looks like, you know, this whole— Do you think anybody else should join it? No. I think you just use those three guys— 
Do you think there should be a main eventer in there? No. There was no main eventer in the core. There was no main eventer in the Nexus. They were all, you know, they're all well, they equals. They were trying to push Wade yeah. Barrett. I yeah. Mean, but I mean, do you think that eventer. they need somebody like that kind of a name in there just to kind of bring more attention to that stable? I mean, honestly, I don't think too many people remember. Oh, yeah. What about Encore? Did you see Encore? I feel like nobody's really saying that. Well, if you bring, you know, as I said, if you bring these guys all up, maybe put Jinder Mahal in a intercontinental title feud. You put Heath Slater and Drew McIntyre in the tag team picture, but the tag team picture looks like it's it's heating up and it's heating up crazy. Which was kind of the main focus of SmackDown, which was the, was the tag team division, and more importantly, was the tag team champions of Kane and Daniel Bryan. Um, this was. I think the best part of SmackDown. Yes, we got to see the return to WWE television of the rated R superstar Edge, which I can't complain about. You know what I mean? I'm a huge Edge head. Apparently he's having surgery and he's going to be out for months. Where does this make any... Like this doesn't involve anything going on right now. I don't he's know not signed it's... to a WWE contract. Exactly. I've heard. Like people are reporting that he's out for four months. Oh, he was returning to the ring or he was returning... Within four months. Well, isn't I, he he's supposed to be doing something that that House of Hardcore thing in Poughkeepsie like in two weeks? Oh yeah, he's like going to be there at House of Hardcore in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, but wait, out, what are people? Are, what what are they saying that they're that I forgot. People just, are just saying he's going to be out. Yeah, he's going to be out for four months, but he's not in. Yeah, he's not maybe, even he, maybe he, acting and like just on the shelf or whatever. He's not signed to a Legends contract. He's not signed to anything with. Yeah, WWE. he's a free agent. But I liked the interaction. That Edge came out at the beginning of the show, had the promo with Daniel Bryan, had the promo with Kane. We know Kane and Edge have a lot of back history, I, and I, which they mentioned too, which I thought was hilarious. I laughed a lot with the interaction between all of them, especially when Kane looked at Edge and he was just like, Edge, you seem angry. And, like, <laughs> I just thought it was mad funny. Yeah, and then you have that, that leads into Damian Sando coming out and having a match with Kane. Interrupting a hug. Yeah, interrupting. Up. But you, you don't know, interrupt the hug. As I said, going back to last week's show, when I said it, Damian Sandow seemed like he was a little bit more, had a little bit more pe- like pep in his step, a little bit more pizzazz. This happened on SmackDown as well. Uh, the match with Kane and Sandow, you know, good, solid match. Good match. Yeah. I thought that the funniest part of it is when Damian Sandow went to the outside of the ring, and Daniel Bryan's just sitting in a chair and looks at him and just goes, I'm tag team champions. I was crying. So, I was laughing so hard. I thought it was hilarious. And Damian Sandow gets the win. With yeah, the help, with the help with, of D-Bray. With the help of Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And, but then it, it continues, too, because as we said, like all SmackDown was focused around this. You have the backstage promo with Dr. Oh, Shelby and Kane. And I thought that was mad. That was also very funny where uh, Dan, uh, Kane was talking to uh, Dr. Shelby, and then Daniel Bryan pops out of the storage unit. I am not a goofy. I was laughing about that, too. It was so good. It was so well it done. It was just so random. Why is he? Why was he in there with the championships just sitting there? But that that has that's how it has to be done, because as, I, as we... We've said, and we're going to continue to say, that this is just so over with everybody. And I think they're doing, you know, you have to have one show surrounded. We'll talk about about SmackDown a little bit. But then, you know, it continues on with the night. You have Cody Rhodes versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, for revenge. For revenge. Cody Rhodes picking up the win with Kane helping out. uh, Yeah. Well, not well. Yeah, helping out, giving the assistant, and then it, it leads to the main event too, where Kane, Kane and Daniel Bryan face off against both Cody Rhodes and Damian Sandow. But not just them. Then you have pretty much the whole entire tag team division the, yeah, the, surrounding the outside. Also, primetime players Gabriel Kidd. Every, that's pretty much the that. only the only thing that distinguishes Gabriel and Kidd. They don't have matching attire. Is just they have those bright green lime shirts. No, they do. They yeah, do have matching. Do. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't see. I didn't. Haven't seen them in a tag match yet. So yeah, they both like the like the 
that color shirt, they have like similar color tights. Oh, yeah. okay, but it's not what? like completely matching. It, for the most part, it is. I think. Yeah, but what is well what is uh, I forgot his name. What's Drew McIntyre and Cross and Cody Rhodes' tag name? Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes aren't a tag team. Yeah, but they didn't announce that on that, SmackDown. Amy and Sandow. My they, bad. They didn't announce that on SmackDown. They announced it on Monday Night Raw, saying oh, okay. that they are uh, the Rhodes Scholar. Scholars, which I like. It's a good name. I like we'll, it. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in full detail though when we talk about Raw. But then oh. this match just ends up just being uh, a you know a shitstorm, insanity, and ends up Daniel Bryan and Kane just. I thought it was killing great. people with chairs. You, you had Daniel Bryan in the ring with the chair, and then you had Kane just throwing all these tag team uh, competitors inside of the ring to get attacked by a chair. It was hilarious. And then when they were going, uh, trying to, um, what was who was it against? I forgot. Maybe Darren Young or something. What somebody but got they, hit with they, the they were just teeing off on him with the chair, probably like twenty chair shots or more. I think that was Damian Sandow. Was it Sandow? Yeah, I thought it was just. Amazing, and if this is a you know a, pre- a prefaces of what's to come in the tag team division with all this insanity, all these tag teams and everything like that, I'm excited. All right, now you say that you're excited and everything. We're done talking about Daniel Bryan Kane. How do you feel about it? Because last week you said that you don't want it to be shoved down your throat with Daniel Bryan Kane segments and everything like that. But now we have a SmackDown that's full of Daniel Bryan Kane. Do you think it's too much, or are you open to it? The way that I, I guess the, the way it is progressing, it I like it. Okay, I guess I it's, like it. But I, as, probably, as I said, probably I didn't want like Randy Orton shoved down our throat. Yeah, I, I don't want Randy Orton because down my because throat. they because they well, it's different from Randy Orton. It's different with different with Kane and Daniel Bryan because they keep evolving with stuff. Right, Randy Orton, Randy Orton, the, the evolution of a predator. What is but he? The evolution anything, of a sexual would, predator. If anything, I would see that this would be more. Of being pushed at you just because you have so many backstage segments as well. Yeah. While with Randy Orton, you didn't have those backstage segments. You had just those matches and like maybe a promo. Yeah. While with this, you're all over. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Yeah. No. It was. So so because Randy Orton, so you're Randy Orton wasn't entertaining. Yeah. No. I uh, I am enjoying it. Okay. Very much so. Cool. And you know when we talk about SmackDown from this week, we'll we'll get into those guys a little bit more because they a they weren't even on SmackDown. Which was amazing, but they were still very pre- relevant. Uh, let's continue on to Monday Night Raw. Um, La- Run Raw, great as well from front to back, was very good. Uh, but let's start with the, the the bads and continue on with the theme was the uh, Divas Tag Team Match. Which just, you know, yeah. I'd like I know da- Alicia Fox. What the hell are you? Is she a heel? Is she a face? Every single week, it's back and forth, back and forth. We've even made mention on the show in the past where she was on a. On a heel tag, and we're like, wait, wait, when did she turn heel? And she's like smiling, and though. That's the weird I, thing. I don't get it. Just release her, please. Yeah. I mean, unless she gives good blowjobs, just release her. Get her out of there. She doesn't deserve to be in that ring. Uh, all right. Uh, let's start with – let's get into the middles, the things that were good and the oh. things that were, that were kind of bad. Just to follow up with that, um, during that Divas match, we also found out that the attacker of Caitlyn was blonde. Yeah, okay, great. All right, yeah. Storyline. Um, Storyline that no one cares about. Um, okay. Let's let's get to the well, the middles, the things. Beth Phoenix stuff. It was Kelly Kelly. That's why. Yeah, it was Kelly Kelly. Uh, the, the things that were good and bad. Uh, Team Cobra is back in action prime t- against the primetime players. That's what it was called. I couldn't figure out what their tag team name was called. Yeah, Team Cobra against the primetime players. Primetime players get the win, which was, you know... I I think I'm at to the point now that these guys keep winning and keep getting like number one contendership shots where it's just like doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything because they should have won the tag team titles at SummerSlam. 
Usos should have won the tag team titles a few months ago. Yeah, I but mean, I, I also think the primetime players' it factor was Abraham Washington. Yeah, I agree. I yeah, wow, I totally agree with you, Brandon. Very professional and studious uh, comment by you. All right, you have more uh, more middle stuff. Uh, Wade Barrett defeating Tyson Kidd. Yeah, and you know, uh, as as we said, it's the same thing that he's been doing, but. As I said when we were, we were like doing the, the warm-up, this is the same thing they did with Ryback. You saw him but, do the same exact thing every single week, and then by, you know, they, they started changing it. And they, my, Well, my whole problem was with this, I don't care about the Ryback stuff with, with, because it's, uh, with Ray Barrett. It wasn't a squash match, really. I mean, it was, but it just went on very long. And I felt like that was where I fell off of it. I feel like if it was to get Wade Barrett over, it should be just really quick to the point, yeah. fin- a few signature moves, finisher. But this one kind of dragged out a little bit. Okay. I think if they're going to do these matches, they should do it with people that I believe would lose to Wade Barrett. You can't, have, Yo- you can't have Wade Barrett versus Yoshitatsu every yeah. single yeah, week. Yeah, something like that. I mean, no. I, Tyson I disagree. Bring back Barry Horowitz. Yeah, no, I I disagree with that though. Yeah. I feel like having more relevant and more uh, known wrestlers are better and will help him out. Yeah, like well, as I said, what they were doing with Ryback when you know they started putting him against Hawkins and Rex and all those guys, it kind of made it like a little bit more believable. Yeah, now he's going against Miz and all these other guys. Yeah, look, yeah, look at him now. But we'll talk about that in a yeah. second. Uh, Brodus Clay versus Tensai. The bigger story of this was the fact that we had the return of the Big Show. Apparently, X for some time off just to kind of heal up, go on vacation, stuff like that, and knocked out both Brodus Clay and Tensai. So, the bad Big Show's back. Do you think, is the Big Show uh, a believable character as a bad guy? Yes. I think I'd rather, so. He's I'd, been a yeah. dominant force for I'd rather, over 10 years in I'd, WWE. I'd rather see him as a heel as over as a face. As a lovable yeah, face. No, like, I, when, he, when he was facing rather, off against Cody Rhodes. Yeah, give me, I'd rather see him as a heel, which uh-huh. is tear house, open butt. I don't know. Open butt? <laughs> Tear house, open that. butt, you know, yeah. stuff like that. All righty. So uh, let's get on to the goods. And we had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of goods from Monday Night Raw. Monday uh, Night Nitro. Awesome. You're on point. Very professional of you, Brandon. Uh, you have the open of the show with CM Punk, Paul Heyman, Brad Maddox coming out, talking about the decision from last week's main event. Apparently, you know, his foot was on the ropes. He argued about it. And he, he admitted that he was wrong. Yeah, he admitted that he was wrong. You have he was very professional about it. Yeah, very professional about it. You um, then you have AJ come out, and then that just led to CM Punk bad mouthing AJ. You know, talking about all their backstage stuff when they were friends, and then you have Paul Heyman proposing, getting on one knee and proposing. I thought it was cool, interesting. With no ring, with no ring. He got got an onion ring from the guy in the first row. That that could have worked. Well, he did. He was in a ring. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that kind of fits. Yeah, but it was just, it was just weird. It was odd. Paul, you know, it's Paul Heyman stuff, and Paul Heyman's genius with everything he does. So it kind of it kind of worked. Make him like, oh look, you're you're a bad GM. Let me marry you so we can be a superpower couple, and you can start doing things the right way now. No, I was I was watching the Heyman hustle last night, and I really think he belongs doing like some sort of hosting job or like stand up or something. It's like he's really good. Well, there's a lot of guys in professional wrestling that try to go on a stand up. You know, look at but, the, the but, Mick Foley. Dolph I mean, Ziggler tries say, it. Not to say I don't even know if Paul Heyman's funny or not. I would just like I would sit in a room and pay to see him talk. Paul Heyman? 
Yeah. <laughs> so go to a seminar. Yeah, right. We'll, 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 get, we'll you, get Paul Heyman to read Fifty Shades of Grey for you. Would you sit in a room and pay and watch to see – just to hear him talk like – Not really. I would. I like his inflections. He's know. fucking incredible. The way he delivers shit is in, in, doesn't compare to anyone. Yeah, I no, I, 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 can, think, I can agree with you. Remember, honest, I think SD Jones delivered a lot better. But remember um, – what was it? The first ECW one night stand where he just sat there and just bet was the first no it was the second one where he just shot on everybody he did that like shoot promo on like yeah. everybody and like made fun of Edge and JBL and everything like that like I have did- three words for you Matt, Matt freaking Hardy. Hardy no he said freaking yeah I thought so but yeah no and, and like roasted yeah. I that, like his delivery for that. Like you could have someone who's like, I have three words for you, Matt freaking Hardy. The way that he came off, and I I can agree with you on that. Why am I agreeing with Brandon today? What's uh, wrong with me? All right, continuing on. Wow, that's all I gotta say about this. This isn't a good. This is a wow. Uh, a clinic put on by Dolph Ziggler and Kofi Kingston. Everything great. imaginable. You had the high spots. You had the technical wrestling. You had the reversals. Wonderful, fantastic match. Dolph Ziggler getting the W. You, you really can't say more. Well, you can. Vicky Guerrero is banned from ringside. She Which, was thrown out after a little inter, uh, altercation with uh, oh. R-Truth, little Jamie, and uh, Soda. I don't even care about that. I just Kofi. care about the match itself. It's just spectacular. Yeah. It's so good. SOS led to nothing, which I was surprised about. I thought that was going to be the end of the match right there. So, and the way that Ziggler sold that, too, when he did the SOS, I was like, wow. I'm like, I'm like that looked like it hurt because they got like a little bit of air underneath them, too, while they were doing it. Very, very great match. Would you want to see that match on pay per view like month after month? Or? Didn't we no. see? Didn't we see? Wait, that? what do you mean that exact match? Well, not exactly. Like, are you talking like about Ziggler versus? The not really. Few, we've seen it before. Pay per view after pay per view. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen it before. And now I think you know. I I read reports this week that apparently there everybody was praising Kofi on that one. Apparently yeah, he may go single. He may go into a singles run, but where are they going to stick him? Do you stick him in the WWE title picture? No, you can't. There's too many people to put there. You have to move some of these people around maybe and put, shuffle it up. Maybe put him in the United States, have him feud with Cesaro. No. Wait, but there's nobody in the world title picture right now. Wait, the, well. the world heavyweight in title. In the WWE picture, I mean. Yeah, there is. There's Cena. There's CM Punk. And Cena. And That's... John Cena, who's injured with an elbow. And The Rock. And Ryback. I honestly don't think Ryback's in that picture. No, The Rock. He's what? The Rock. He's I said he right gets, back. He gets a, a shot at uh, Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think that more people have to be used up there. More people have to be moved down to yeah. other championships. Okay, going back to you know what we were, the, the surrounding theme of SmackDown being Kane and Daniel Bryan, you had more interesting vignettes with Kane and Daniel Bryan at a diner. You know, uh, ripping off, uh, spoofing where, when Harry met Sally, you know, them trying new things and trying to be more friendly to each other. Uh, funny, very funny. I can't get very enough of funny. it. I, it was funny to see Mae Young too. Yeah, uh, that was, they that ordered was a lot of food. I know. I was really hungry during that. Then they <laughs> had uh, Daniel Bryan eating a meatball. That had to be a vegan a meatball. Vegan. Oh yeah. No, that he had... doesn't. He's not a vegan anymore. How, you, you, you're friends with him. You know that? No, I think he said something about in an interview. He said that he, uh, he. It was. It's hard because when he's on the road, there's not many vegan places. Yeah, but there's... so he he just eats. Uh, healthier. Yeah, well, you just have to eat. Okay, whatever. I'm not going to argue that because I think you're wrong. Um, well, I mean, there's nothing related. Think yeah. wrong. I mean, it is. 
if you heard it on an interview. Well, you know, Brandon kind of distorts things sometimes. But, no, but, but we, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, you're professional. I forgot. Right, but uh, this led to the Raw Active of the Week where the fans got to choose the name of the tag team champions. You got to choose uh, Team Friendship, which I voted for, Team Hell No, and then uh, Team Teamwork. You voted for Team Friendship? Absolutely, I did. <laughs> the fuck? Absolutely, I did. But Team Hell No is now the team name of Daniel Bryan. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, Cody Rhodes and Damian Sando coming out announcing them at Team Rhodes Scholars. So I like it. They got some. They got some uh, competition in the tag team division. Good. I think we 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 could thank Triple H for this, right? Yeah, this is all yeah. his his thing. He want, doesn't want to push the divas and wants to push the tag team division. Smart. Yeah. Good. And especially with a guy like Damian Sando, you put him. Yeah, as. You can't build somebody up to, like, intercontinental status. You want to kind of br- introduce them, put them in a tag team, put them back in singles competition. You really want to – and apparently uh, – Talking about Sandow. And talking about San- Sandow, yeah. You really want to build him up, and I think that's what he's trying to do with Damian oh, Sandow. I-, I think he's built up already. I-, I disagree. I think he could be in the IC uh, – IC title, but, you or, know, or it, make him a little bit more credible before he starts getting to, to singles titles. You know, give him a, a, a tag team title run. Good. Uh, you know what else is good? Foley is good. And Nick Foley was at Monday Night Raw this week, cutting. He, the guy still got it, still has it. Has it's a. Like, uh, it's like something that, as Mick Foley, you'll never, you'll never lose. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I love the intensity of that promo, especially yeah. at towards the end where he just got really pumped up and yeah. everything. And was screaming at CM Punk, telling him that he's changed. Mm-hmm. You know, you've lost it, man. You know, he's not I the voice of the voice that. anymore. I compared that Mick Foley promo to Edge and and uh, Lita? Michael Hayes when oh. they had that promo. If you remember that a few years ago in like 2005. No, I don't remember that. When Michael Hayes was just yelling at Edge and it was like really intense. It was – that's what I compare that to. Okay. I'm I could, sure yeah, people – I could see that. But, you know, it was it was good and I think it was needed. You know, you have to face shots in hell in a cell. Blah, 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 blah. It was good. I was actually I was pretty enthralled with it. I don't remember it. I apologize. Very been very tired. I don't know. But I liked it liked it a lot. It was good. That led to a little bit more when we get later on in more. Yeah, well that led off and, to the big uh, the big payoff of Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Uh no more goods. You had a, a good match between Miz and Ryback. They, yeah. them touting it, not like touting it, tout.com slash marking out, um, as his biggest uh win. Of his career so far. Of course. Miz is a former champion, and Ryback went over on him, hit him with the shell shock, and that was all she wrote. Miz is a present champion as well. He is the Intercontinental Champion. Yes, that's a fact. <laughs> you see, uh, that's, that's how relevant that stays right now. Yeah. That's how much work they have to do on it. Uh, also good, actually a great, this one was, we got to see Jerry Lawler for the first time since uh, his heart attack a couple weeks ago on Monday Night Raw. He looks good. Sitting, he looks sitting like, on an actual throne. Yeah, that was like a... And and the way they did, they have him on the throne, like everybody's like, you know, popping and going nuts and then zooming in on him. He still looks a little run down. He looks like he was bathing in iodine. Yeah. I mean, he, like either he's bathing in iodine or he was out tanning at the same salon as Hulk Hogan. Yeah, jeez. He had an orange. Hulk Hogan like, orange. Yeah, he had like an orange ecto cooler glow about him. Ecto cooler was green. Was it? Yeah. No. Eh, still. It, the flavor was orange, though. Yeah, the flavor it was, was orange? orange. Okay. It was yeah. tangerine. It was tangerine. Okay. But it was good to see him. It looks like, you know, they're going to keep him off TV for a couple more months. Oh, we got a special oh. guest right now. Not not, ju- not just yet, but let's continue oh. talking about the uh, goods of Monday Night Raw. You had the end promo with John Cena 
CM Punk, and Paul Heyman. And a lead pipe. And a lead pipe. Cena getting the upper hand, having one arm, using a, a, a I, big equalizer. I, I love the fact where Cena, when he pulls out the lead pipe, it, it's just quiet and everything. You don't know what's happening. All you hear is Jim Ross, lead pipe. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all you hear is lead pipe. I'm yeah, like, oh, where did he pull it from? I his his pocket his back pocket. CM Punk did that same thing in, earlier in the night where he pulled something out of his pocket, and I was like, just like that, it appeared. Hold on one second, guys. Do we have a a fourth host here? I think so. Ah, oh, who is this guy? The unprofessional Jay Silva. Shalom, shalom. Brandon, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you sound terrible now. Do Good. I? Yeah. Here, shut up. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> All right, we've been joined by the unprofessional Jay Silva of Two and a Half Wrestlers podcast. Just to set this up for you, um, Dave told me, he's like, yeah, I have to work. I'm not going to do the show. I'm yeah, like, all right. Work today. I'm like, all right, so we, we should get a third coast. I was like, hey, Jay Silva, you want to do a show? He's like, yeah, sure. And then Dave's like, hey, Dave. Dave's like, hey, I don't have to go to work. I'm like, all right, let's still have Jamie on. So we got a party. Yeah, we got a, a – I am sorry if I'm a little late, but um... – you know, Chris, you'll understand. Once you get married, you have all these chores you got to do on the weekends. And then we just got our wedding pictures in today, which which I might add, Dave is looking extra, extra creepy in a lot of these pictures in the background. Nice. Oh, sick. Hell yeah. All right. Well, we actually just talked about the uh, the opening promo from uh, – I mean the the end promo from Monday Night Raw with John Cena and CM Punk and um, um, Paul with Heyman. The pipe. With the lead pipe. Let's go over a list. <laughs> Let's not go over a list. But yeah, I heard it was. I heard it was good. I didn't watch it. I heard it was good though. Yeah, no, it was good. We were just talking about how Jr. just randomly goes the lead pipe, and lead John pipe. Cena's holding the lead pipe. Yeah, but yeah, uh, fun, exciting Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so CM Punk runs backstage. And, oh yeah, uh, we even talk about the big, the big part of it. Hmm. CM Punk gets mad. Yeah, runs backstage, kicks Mick Foley, and then who's sitting there? Right back. Right back, just staring him down. So do we think it's going to be Ryback is going to have some sort of you know stay in the main, in the I, world heavyweight title picture the I know, WWE title picture? I know Brandon doesn't, but I think that it's going to be a back, he's a backup for Cena. Like hypothetically, if Cena cannot return at Hell in a Cell, if he's still recovering from his surgery, I feel like Ryback may step in. Okay. Does your mic keep cutting out? No, it doesn't keep cutting out. We're still here, Brandon. Don't worry. Brandon's getting worried. He is getting very worried. All right, let's uh, let's. Brandon, con- Brandon's a worry wart. He is, <laughs> and he's so professional with everything that he does. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right, let's continue on. Let's talk about SmackDown from this week. I gotta t- turn, flip my page here. Turn the page. Turn the page. Wash your hands, right? Turn the page. Wash your hands. Let's talk about. Oh, we'll start off with the bads first. Uh, Big Show and Randy Orton in the main event for number one bad. contendership. Oh. Just sounds bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was bad. Big Show is now the number one contender. Alberto Del Rio wanted the, you know, he wanted the another shot at the WWE, uh, the World Heavyweight Title. Like he yeah, he, he has to move down to the other divisions, though. Yeah, I feel you, like that. He's one of those that you have to shuffle around. Well, maybe throw him in the tag team. Uh, no, nah, throw him into IC or US. Really? Yeah, I'd, I'd shuffle them a lot of them over to there to build up that division. Antonio Cesaro versus Alberto Del Rio for the United States Title. Yeah. And you have, would you have Antonio? Would, would you have Antonio Cesaro go over? I don't know. It would be a few months down the line, but you still have. To, I still feel like you have to shuffle these people around. Yeah, I kind of feel like Randy Orton's at that point in his career where he, he's like president, where 
if once you're president, you're not going to go back and be mayor. If yeah. you get that, what I'm saying. Yeah, but you, want, you have you, a lot of presidents that do go to be mayors at times, Brandon. You, no, but they no, but they get it like they, they're they're mayors yeah, but, and then they're senators. <laughs> and then they're... Wow. Okay. No, how, but how, how about statesmen? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Statesmen. There we go. You know. Wow. Yeah, that kind of just fell, fell on deaf ears. Right. I, I I think Abel Del Rio should be. Is this still heavyweight champion? Right, he should be heavyweight champion, whatever the top champion is they have now, and that's it. He shouldn't go down. He shouldn't move over. Nothing. He's a top contender. He's amazing, and that's. What do you think about like Sheamus and Orton and them? Do you think that they should shuffle them down to other divisions to kind of just bring more prestige to those titles? I mean, shuffle it up. Sure, shuffle it up. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's get <laughs> let's get to the uh, the middles. As we like to say, they're good and bad SmackDowns. Wade Barrett versus Zack Ryder. You know, we are all big supporters of the Zack Pack, so it's good to see him on TV. What you guys? What you guys think of this week's Z True Long Island story? Just weird. It was, was cryptic. Yeah. Was, uh, I actually texted him this too. I thought he was about to quit. You thought he was about to, he was yeah, about, to he was about to quit on Z True Long Island yeah, story. I thought he's ready to quit. I thought he's going to quit. Quit via YouTube show. Yeah, right. Yep. Stop what doing. a way to go out too. It's like, <laughs> right? Would you rather quit on? YouTube on ZTLIS or bake somebody a cake that says I fucking quit. Brandon, you'd rather bake somebody a cake. My my brother quit. Brandon that wouldn't way. give the cake he though. Got a cake that said I quit and <laughs> gave it to cool. their boss. Yeah, awesome. Oh jeez. All right, but yeah, and you know Wade Barrett getting the win with the uh, the souvenir. I I'm the only person I guess really that really likes the, his finisher. Yeah, souvenir. I'm not a big fan of it. Jamie, I mean Jay Silva. Hey, sorry. Can I tell a funny I quit? Story. Sure. I mean, I know you guys really talk about wrestling, not like my podcast, which we found <laughs> at Two and a Half Wrestlers Podcast, but uh, <clears throat> Two and a Half Wrestlers dot com. My co-host Pat Buck, um, owner of PWS Pro Wrestling Syndicate. You want to anyway, plug anything he quit, else? He quit a job once. He was working at Cabana Boy, uh, Long Beach. Brandon, you probably know it is a Long Beach Beach Club over there. And he was working as a Cabana Boy, and a uh, lady who kept busting his balls every day. He says, "You know what? Fuck you! I quit." And he rips his shirt off, Hulk Hogan style, and he threw it at her. Nice. <laughs> That's a true story. It was like a cabana shirt. He had the win. He ripped it off and threw it at her. I, I hope he went out like flexing, like Hulk Hogan. That would be the best part. Uh, all right. So that's, that's was this it. back when he had like his Rue Star hair? Yes, this was. Star, <laughs> yeah. Sick. Uh, Miss TV was another kind of middle thing. Yeah, it wasn't. Right. I mean, you got the altercation with Seamus Ziggler, Miz, but. I don't it's know. one of those segments that are turning into just fights because the last time that happened, Ryback came out and destroyed the set. Yeah, and now this one just turned out to be total anarchy. All right, let's get on to the goods of SmackDown. Uh, Antonio Cesaro versus Santino Morello for the United States title going back from last week's SmackDown. Dude, he's super serial. He is. He's super serial now. Antonio Cesaro getting the win. Hell yeah. I thought he was going to do his neutralizer off the second rope. That would have been sick. You. Yeah, but I think you'd have to say that for like TLC, tables match, you know. You yeah, know it was definitely be, teased. Oh, man. Watch, WWE's listening like, oh, that's what we're doing at TLC. We're just going to be well, in Brooklyn. Did he, did he, Why would he dump Oksana? I don't like her. I, I, I said the same thing. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of her. I don't like that. She would sit in my face and I would never move. <laughs> and it's okay that you're saying this because your wife probably won't listen yeah. to marking out. <laughs> I say it on my no, own. No, she, she does. To my show. Oh, okay, all right. Tony Atlas, though. She... You want to walk on your face and shit? No, no, not walk. Sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, TLC is going to be in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center. Yeah, which would be interesting. Getting tickets. Yeah, I'm not going to get tickets. Uh, I'll sit. I, I, I just want to, for the fact that it's the first pro wrestling event there. I want to be able to say that I went to the first pro wrestling event there. And Brandon, we just want, cool. Brandon wants to go to the first event there, and he's going to go see Barbra Streisand. 
Well, they had the first event last night. It's actually Jay Z. Yeah, it was last night. Jay Z opened it up. Oh, doesn't he own that place? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ah, fuck. All right. And I'm pissed. My buddy has ten front row tickets for this concert Saturday, and I can't go because I'm in Boston. Which which concert? Oh, the Jay Z concert or Barbara Streisand? Beyonce. Like it's like a four hour thing. They all. I think they're all going to be there. Wait, no, no. Jay Z announced that he's not that he's not having any special guests. He goes, "Call me selfish, but I'm going to do this for myself." Over. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. I don't honestly, I don't believe it. But over. That sounded like Tracy. Mo- well, that yeah. sounded like someone trying to imitate Tracy Morgan. No, that's, I don't know. I got different levels of. No, yeah. you have to. You have to hear. He does Fozzie Bear imitating the Iron Sheik. Yes, it's do amazing. It Brandon, you have to do it. I am a Fozzie Bear, sure and no good motherfucker. Waka waka. <laughs> All right. Uh, actually, you know, we've been we've been kind of bashing the Divas division today, but uh, very good. Beth Phoenix versus Natalia. Awesome, awesome match, especially when Natalia kicked out of the Glam Slam. And also, just... no, just the beginning with all the chain wrestling, and everything like that. That was that was fantastic. Uh, and then Beth Phoenix on her tights, she had the uh, Buffalo Sabers logo, but with a phoenix instead of the buffalo. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm like, is that? I was looking, I'm like, is that the Buffalo Sabers logo? No, it's not. It's uh. Something else. All right. Um, but then, you know, Eve trying to get Beth Phoenix suspended. You know, we all kind of know about how she apparently is going to be taking some time off from WWE or quitting or whatever leaving, it is. Yeah. And leaving. Um, but being that suspension being upheld by Booker T. Uh, now she looks like she's trying to turn Booker T versus Teddy Long. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. We don't know what's going on there. She's a house key. Uh, Ryback versus Tensai was another good one. You know, after Ryback beating The Miz on Monday Night Raw, now he face, beats maybe one of the heaviest guys and picks oh. him up, too. Oh, when he shock. lifted it off for that shell shock, I was just – I was shell shocked. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Speaking of shell shock, I, I have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles DVRing right now. Sweet. <laughs> that and uh, – that They're making a new one, I heard. Yeah, no, it comes out today, so I want to watch the first episode to see how terrible it's going to be. It looks like shit. Yeah, I don't like the way that they look. Yeah, well, nothing nothing will beat the uh, the original cartoon. And their voices are horrible. Yeah, because they're trying to be like eight years old. All right, but the uh, the main uh, one of the big focuses for um, the SmackDown this week was the number one contendership tag team tournament. Over the next couple weeks, there will be a tournament held see who will face team hell no for the tag team titles you have this week the uh t- the road scholars going over the usos yeah then they're they're roads so the road scholars are going to face the winner of Ryder and santino versus gabriel kid and then on the other side of the bracket you got truth kingston versus uh primetime players and then the winner of that will face epico primo uh, or mysterio and sincara or sincara Jason. Yeah, there, there we go. Good. Uh, right out of the four of us, who do we think is going to win this entire tag team tournament? Anybody? Um, are millions of dollars in it? Yeah. Yeah. Then I say them. Okay. They're going against Truth and Kingston. I think that it's going to be a DQ. Or I don't think that it's going to be a clean finish. To that Why? Because you think Rey Mysterio are going to win and they're just going to get bolted all the way to the finals? Honestly, I was going to go with Mysterio and uh, Sin Cara. Sin- no, Sin Cara. Yeah, no, I'm going to go with them for winning it. Okay, Brandon? I don't know. It's difficult. I mean, honestly, I guess I would say Rey Mysterio, Sin Cara as well because, I mean, they're all thrown together tag teams. You could actually have Cody Rhodes and Sandow be there too. That's who I'm saying is going to win it. Well, Epico and Primo is not thrown together. 
Well, I mean, Epico Primo aren't thrown together, nor are the Usos. Yeah. And, I mean, as of since so WrestleMania, much, neither is Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. So only like 25% of it, the tournament's actually thrown together. Yeah. But they're like still, I don't know, these teams. But are, Usos didn't even get their entrance, the little uh, dance in the beginning. I was yeah. kind of upset about that. The like Haka. That. The Haka. That's what it's called. But, yeah, no, I can see Rhodes and uh, Damian Sandow winning. And yeah. then, what yeah. about you, Silva? He, he said the prime time. Before. He said the prime time players. Oh, prime time players. All Brandon, right. Brandon, can Brandon do it with me? The millions of dollars chant. I don't know if it's gonna sync up. One, two, three. Millions, millions of, of dollars. dollars. Millions, millions of dollars. <laughs> millions of dollars. There we go. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. I do see them actually thinking about who's gonna win. I do think it will be a. I do like those guys, but they're not going to win. I think it will be Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara because they really want to get these guys to be big friends, get them, you know, get people behind them, get people behind them, maybe put the belts on them, keep them for four, five, six months, whatever. And then at WrestleMania, you know, boom, something happens, and then, you know. Yeah, WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, then you can get the world record for most masks. Exactly, because that's what they want to <laughs> do since last year. So yeah. that's, that's what I'm calling. Yeah. I like are, that. Are you are you Team Rey or Team Sin Cara? Um, I don't know. Well, do you like werewolves or vampires better? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why is out there. Oh, I'm jo- joking. I'm joking. That's what all the hip teenage girls are talking about these days. <laughs> God. And this is what we're talking about on Marking Out. Uh, all right, so that's it for the the shows this week. Uh, a, a lot of other news going on in the WWE world. Um, well, apparent Slam starts right now, actually. I know. It's Matt- the best show they have, but I heard you guys don't get that in New York. No, I do. I'm actually DVRing it. This is the it's first the time. It's my favorite Chris- WWE show. Chris gets it because he has Fios, but we Cablevision customers got it taken away, and they gave us the Style Network on that channel for whatever reason, and then now we have NFL TV channel preview. But it legit is the best WWE programming, I think. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, because if it's not live, they they put more focus. I mean, I feel like if they don't put their time and effort into the show, then it's the wrestlers are taking over and making it incredible. I mean, I said well, that for t- months with NXT and superstars. Today's match, I think, is Tyson Kidd versus Daniel Bryan. Is it? I think. No, I think you're wrong on that one. It's like El Local. It's like Ricardo Rodriguez under a mask or something like yeah. that. Yeah, he's going to... And apparently, like, last week, Zack Ryder versus uh, Regal apparently heard was spectacular. Mm. Did I say spectacular? Yeah, I did say spectacular. But anyway, uh, another WWE... Uh, News, apparently this week it was reported by Gabe Sapolsky of Dragon Gate uh, Evolve, um, he was formerly in Ring of Honor, that uh, Sarah Del Rey and Pac have finalized their WWE contracts. Awesome so stuff, hopefully awesome news. You don't know if they're going to be heading to developmental or they're going to be heading right to the main roster. Uh, I could see Pac going to developmental yeah. just because he you know, works a very strong, quick-paced, anti-gravity style. Sarah Del Rey I could see going right to the main roster. Yeah, podcast adjust to the WWE ring ring work, I guess. Yeah, as opposed to the Ring of Honor. Make him a tag team with Evan Bourne. That'd be awesome. If Evan Bourne returns. Yeah, true. Um, Brandon uh, called me crying yesterday, telling me about this one. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, he te- okay. he texted me. No, <laughs> WWE released Kelly Kelly. Yes, WWE. You and Chris, you and Chris got the same exact text. Yep, it's probably a mass text. But Kelly Kelly has been released. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's you know Jeremy awful. Piven used to bang that. Yeah, yeah. Didn't Jericho? Yeah. Didn't Jericho, Jericho do? used to bang that? Test used to bang that. Test. Well, I'm talking about outside wrestling. Yeah, 
Yeah, that, that's what they do. I'm sure a lot of outside wrestling did that. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and Raquel Diaz uh, of FCW, she's developmental. Eddie Guerrero and Vicky Guerrero's daughter was released this week as well. Apparently that was more of oh, a really? mutual thing as well. Yeah. Yeah, she had her profile removed from FCW. And, but didn't she have that like Lady Gaga style like Nicki um, Minaj no, gimmick going Nick, on? More Nicki Minaj than Lady Gaga, where she was just wearing like a uh, different wigs and just over the top girly and. Do you see like sassy. all those people on like Facebook that go on Nicki Minaj's website and they're like, "Hey, take don't wear your wig, at, wig on stage, no, and do it for cancer." Or like, you hate Muslim people and I hate you. No. Sorry. And it just pops, it randomly pops up on my feed. I'd never seen that. Facebook is slowly <laughs> but surely getting taken over by um, Skynet. All right. Let's, well, let's get into, uh, you know, we usually have the musical interlude at this time, but uh, this week we have a nice little interview with independent wrestling star Braden Knight. Uh, he's all over the place. This week he actually did a, uh, a couple days with uh, WWE doing some uh, extra work. So we asked him about that. He also did Gut Check, too, yep, uh, a couple TNA weeks gut back. Check. And kind of just talk about his career and everything. Wait, wait. He did Gut Check? Yeah, yeah he did Gut yeah, Check. Yeah, he did Gut Check. <laughs> and we asked him specifically, is Kevin Matthews right? Is it a fucking scam? And what he. Well, you're going to have to listen to the interview once the show's put up, buddy. (laughs) So let's get to the interview, and uh, we'll be right back to talk about some uh, NYWC talk and stuff uh, right here on Marking Out. And uh, we are back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. And we are sitting here with independent wrestling star Braden Knight. Braden, welcome to. Uh, we're actually. I, I'm. I'm gonna break down the fourth wall here. We're sitting in my car right now outside. <laughs> outside the NYWC. At, outside the NYWC Sportatorium. Braden, thanks for joining us in the portable studio today. Oh, guys, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And you know, we're uh, we're slugging a couple of brews in the car here. I don't know if that's something I should oh, yeah. be saying right now with all the. Uh, if there's any authorities listening, we're not driving. Yeah, no, no, no. we're just getting wasted like usual. Yeah, amen, <laughs> brother. Um, so it's been a, it's been an interesting couple weeks for you. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. We'll start a couple weeks back. You actually went down to Georgia to do the uh, TNA gut check. Um, first question I want to ask you: We heard from a lot of people that gut check is is pretty much like a scam. <coughs> Kevin Matthews. <coughs> oh man, <laughs> that's getting cut. But um, can you tell us about like your experience about going down and gut check? Did they actually pay for you to go down there, or did you go down on like your own dime? Or? I was, it was mostly on my own dime. Um, I I don't see where Kevin's coming from. No disrespect. I mean, you know, he knows a lot of different things about the business than I do, being in it for a lot longer. Um, I see it as I'm new into the business. No matter what exposure I can get, um, you know, working with guys like Simon Diamond and uh, Baby Hebner over there and and. It was it was very enjoyable for me because I got to see a lot of other uh, type of independent workers out there um, and see what type of uh, pretty much competition I have going against going into mm-hmm. the more professional outside of the indies, if you will. Um, but like I said, it was a great experience. I spent uh, three days down there. Um, the gut check was the one day. Uh, they invited me to the house show to hang out, watch, have a good time. And then... Uh, Pretty much after that, it was business as usual, you know, reckless and wasted style, enjoying Georgia and showing them how uh, how we rock up here in the LI. Yeah, hey amen. Any, uh, anybody's brain you picked down there? Um, yeah, actually, I spoke to uh, Zima Ion a little bit. Um, he, you know, is, is good friends with Tony Nice, I believe, and we, we, you know, we had a little bit of a conversation about that. Um, Sanjay Dutt was down there. I, I got to speak to him uh, for a few minutes. Um, I liked to talk to the other workers that were down there, trying out, trying to do the same thing that I was doing, just to see where they come from, their background, and you know what they've been through in their, you know, the time that they were down there. You know, did they invite like a lot of people down there? 
Um, there was about 30 guys, I want to say. Okay. Um, if you guys look at my uh, Twitter account, at Braden Knight. Plug cheap, really quick. Um, there's a big picture of uh, pretty much the competition, I okay. guess you will, on that on that there. So check it out at Braden Knight on Twitter. So run us through like your typical day during gut check. Like what did you start off with? Promo cutting? Were you doing cardio? Like what did you typically uh, typically do? Uh, well, as soon as we got down there, um, you know, I like to get there very early just to kind of you know get the atmosphere going and stuff like that. Um, got there early. Um, Simon Diamond came in, told us get in the locker room, get dressed, get out to the ring. Um, we did a little in-ring work. We ran a quick spot, you know, your quick, you know, universal tackle drop down, hip toss. Um, from that, I'm sure he gauged, you know, a lot of us on, on where we at, where we we're at. Um, after that, I mean, being that there was a lot of guys, we all didn't get in the ring to get matches. He kind of just picked and choose who he wanted to see. And, uh, we all cut promos. Um, it was interesting. I mean, I know I need a little bit more work. I really don't get on the mic too much, you know, mm -hmm. here at NYWC. I mean, that's just because we have so many great superstars here that can, yeah. can talk they don't really need me to so just something i have to work on with that i got great feedback on you know what i need to do what i need to improve on from them so it was right. definitely a humbling experience and something to learn from definitely a great experience there excellent excellent and not only did you do did you do tna uh a couple weeks back this week you did the uh the raw smackdown loop if anybody wasn't paying attention we probably mentioned it on the show but we don't know if we mentioned it on the show because recording is on <laughs> thursday and we'll mention the, it on the show we'll mention it on the show you were in that last backstage segment with mick foley and uh the cm punk and ryback thing hey how is it talking to mick foley did you have to actually have to like have a conversation with him or just like yeah let me stare at you and talk babbling nonsense well, um it, it was interesting like uh I mean, you guys know me from around the NYWC a little bit. I seem to think like I'm kind of an outgoing personality. I like to speak to everybody that I that I see. Um, Mick Foley, we kind of have, um, I mean, I don't want to say a direct connection, but he uh, runs a lot of comedy clubs out here on Long Island, um, the specifically you know, Brokerage and things like that. Um, they're owned by... Uh, a couple individuals, and one of them happens to be my father's best friend. His name is uh, Joe Dialli. Hey, Joe, if you're listening. Um, and uh, I just mentioned that, and Foley and I kicked it a little bit about comedy, more or less, than wrestling. And um, something that was very interesting that he told me was um, Louis C.K. I'm sure everybody's you know, a little familiar yeah. with the comedian Louis C.K. He did a quick uh, little rundown of the three comedy clubs that they own, and uh, Nick said he he attended. Just, just to be, you know, just to see what, you know, more, somebody who's been in the business for years. And he said, it's so similar to beginning wrestling. You know, when you talk to somebody, you pick somebody's brain, you know, who's been in the business for 10 or so years that he said he felt like he was just breaking into the wrestling business again after, you know, just a year of doing his comedy tour. And he said he, he learned so much from Louis C.K. It just kind of inspired me a little bit just to talk to more people and learn my craft, what yeah. I want to do for the rest of my life, my profession. Having the insights with uh, comedy, would you ever consider that as a hobby or? I, have you guys ever heard me speak? I am not funny. <laughs> I would never go into comedy. We I just, cannot crack a joke. We just laughed at that. So. Well, uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> you just got to be honest and there you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not too witty like that you know yeah. i can't come off the hit with something and, and make people laugh yeah. i mean sometimes brandon can but it just kind of I, unless i'm pretty wasted then i can come out yeah. with some pretty funny <laughs> shit I yeah think. you can be the drunk comedian there you go that would be well, great let's um let's talk about 
you know, you said honing your craft and picking, you know, people's brains and stuff like that. You are, you know, you've been training at NYWC uh, two years or so now? Yeah, it's, it's uh, going on about two years, maybe a little bit longer. No, I'm sorry, two years in January. Actually. Okay. All right. And you, you're learning from, you know, maybe two of the, the, the best guys in the Indies right now, Alex Reynolds and Tony Nice. The premier athlete, Anthony Nice, whatever you want to call him. Right. Learning from these two guys, especially with Anthony having, you know, experience in TNA, you know, doing stu- you know, doing stuff backstage stuff like you did with, with WWE, the same thing with Alex and Alex making a name for himself and involved. What have those guys really taught you? Uh, those guys have taught me everything from the ground up. Like, uh, um, I-, I started training here when Pat Buck was originally our, our trainer, and mm-hmm. Pat is, is great. He taught me a lot. Um, when Anthony and Alex decided to come in and, and you know take over the school, um, they they expanded it a little bit. They took uh, what Mikey had taught them originally, and they brought it in with their own flavor of let's say you know 2011 type flavor of what everybody's looking for now. Um, and it's not only you know Anthony Nice and, and Alex Reynolds that are that are the guys that that train us. I mean we have a great core of guys that are always there. Uh, Greek God Papa Don. You know, um, Joey Brajol, a.k.a. Apollyon, you know, these guys have know so much about the business and have been so many different places that it's just, it's so great to come to NYWC and be able to learn from everybody. Especially, I mean, I'm in the locker room with Mikey Whipwreck and Raven and, yeah. and guys that have been through the ringer and just love this so much and just to learn Every, like not just from Anthony Eats and Alex, but from everybody. Mm-hmm. It's great. I mean, those two are amazing in the ring. Were I mean, you always you guys a big know. fan of them growing up? Like Mikey Whipwreck, Raven? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Mikey, I mean, I wasn't always, you know, 225 pounds and 6'3". Mm. You know, yeah. I was I was a small kid growing up. I was in high school. I was, I didn't crack 100 pounds until I think I was a sophomore. And, uh, you know, learning, watching Mikey as I was growing up and everything, was like, he's always the underdog. And it's like, it just gave everybody who was a smaller body type, smaller guy, hope in the business. Mm. You know, it was, it's... Raven, I mean, geez, Raven was just, he's a genius on the mic. I mean, he can say something and just flip your brain inside out and make you think things you've never thought before. Mm. I mean, everybody knows, everybody out there knows. You guys have heard him speak and, and watched him work. It's just, to have other guys come in like that, it's just, it's just amazing, you know? It's Absolutely. Absolutely. Was there anybody in WWE whose brain you really ought to, to pick and talk about? Um, I had a good conversation with Justin Gabriel. Um he, you know, spoke a lot. We spoke a lot about how um, him growing up in South Africa, how there wasn't much wrestling around there. Um, but he re- recalled um, Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. And I guess not many people know, I didn't even know, that was uh, part of their territory when he was growing up. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spoke about that's that. Really yeah. That's interesting. Very cool. Yeah. That's, um, the, that's the weirdest thing. I would never have thought that those two guys would go to South Africa. Yeah. But... It just seemed to be their their loop back in the day when they used to work. Um, now this was with while they were with WWE or. Um, to be honest, I didn't get to that type of question uh, with him. I'm I'm not sure, but I'm going to assume so. That's pretty interesting. Just seeing how back even back then, Vince McMahon was expanding WWE over everywhere. Yeah, just different territories. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, did you uh, did you get to eat some catering? Fuck yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, tell us about the catering, because apparently there's lores of, like, <laughs> the amazing catering. There's been articles in WWE Magazine about it. How was the catering? Give us the spread. Well, no, no, you don't have to give us the spread. I mean, if you guys out there, I mean, I know it's on a radio here, a podcast, but uh, if you could see my face, I am smiling ear to ear. <laughs> that food was absolutely amazing. I had strip steak. I had curry chicken. I had, uh... The hell else was I eating one day? Oh, some quinoa with some Swiss oh, something in there that was just amazing. Okay. And I actually... While I was eating the catering, um, 
I, I asked Alberto Del Rio and uh, Sin Cara, actually, if I could, you know, sit with them while, while they eat and um, had a good conversation with Alberto Del Rio. I didn't know much of his background mm-hmm. before he got into the WWE, but uh, he filled me in on a lot. He was a, a great MMA fighter with Pride and K1 yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. he was the first Hispanic MMA fighter for Pride. I believe... I believe you're right, but yeah. I also believe that he wore a mask while yeah, he, yeah. While he, he fought, right? Is that, is that yeah, right? Yeah, he once got DQ'd yeah. uh, for, during one, one fight, and then he got knocked out by a uh, crow cop. Okay, okay. That's, I mean, stuff I didn't know yeah, about, yeah, yeah. about certain people. Just, just great to learn. Um, that wasn't like you bringing it back to the point before, picking people's brains. And, uh, you know, that, it was just wonderful to, to learn things like that. Um, Sincara, I don't speak much Spanish, so mm-hmm. I wasn't really able to connect yeah, on that yeah. level like that. But, um yeah, but was... it's good to get your get your name out there, speak to them a little bit. I mean, right. I'm sure that they they like the fact that you're a young guy, up and coming, and that you're actually showing that you want to be there, that you want to know what they know. Yeah, that I mean, that's something that I went there trying to make sure it's a point of mine to do. Um, I didn't want to be that guy that's in the shell and kind of hangs out in the corner. I wanted to be yeah. that guy that's outgoing. That like, if I said something a certain way or did one thing that makes something stick out in their mind. Mm-hmm. That it, it just, you know, it hopefully works out for me for the best. I mean, yeah. looking at it from their point of view, they don't want to be on the road with somebody that's a D-bag, you know? You don't want to... Yeah, wanna, absolutely. Who, I mean, if I'm hanging out with people, I want to have a good time before, after, during my work, you yeah, know? You want to enjoy it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, you want to brother it up. Exactly. Um, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking about quinoa right now, and I have this really good recipe for a quinoa salad, but... I'm thinking about uh-huh, one uh-huh. here. Yeah. <laughs> about, I'm thinking about a beer. I have not had one yet today. I don't know. Am I sick? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, th- I think... You gotta good. prepare for your match. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You got a big match tonight. You're teaming with the big O, Reckless and Wasted versus Planet E. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be an interesting match. You know, we'll definitely cover it in full detail. On the podcast week, Brayden, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Guys. We really appreciate it. Uh, anything well, you want to tell us? What was your Twitter handle again? Yeah. Oh, that was at Brayden Knight. Wait, what was that? At Brayden Knight. Yeah. So at Brayden Knight. At Brayden Knight. We're gonna do the old Stone Cold thing. What? At Brayden Knight. <laughs> what? At, what? Okay. What? <laughs> what? Anything else? If anybody wants to book you or anything like that, I know you're booked in South in North Carolina a lot. PWT. PTW. I'm currently okay. their world heavyweight champion. If that okay. means anything to anybody out there, uh, formerly uh, Firestar Pro Wrestling. Um, was that a video game? Do you have any? Yes. It was. Do you it have was. any upcoming events outside of uh, NYWC coming up? Yeah, actually, I'm I'm gonna be running a lot with uh, the new NWA promotion. I don't know if you guys have heard around the internet yeah. that they were just bought up and uh, they bought a lot of territory. They're looking to do, I believe, what they were doing back in the Ric Flair days. And, okay. Uh, Very cool. I have my first appearance with them. It's NWA Dog in Vineland, New Jersey, this Saturday. Um, that will be. Uh, I believe it's at an auto auto world type, uh, you know, an auto dealership yeah, type deal. Right. It's uh, it's a TV taping. Uh, it'll be on Ion TV. It's going to air October twelfth, the day before um, oh, I, I head think. down to uh, NWA Coastal to work with them again in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, guys, just look out for it. I mean, it's going to be a great program. They have some great producers and a lot of things coming up there as well. Awesome. Who, who else, if you're allowed to tell us, who else has been uh, involved with this NWA uh, or upcoming? Uh, to be honest, I mean, uh, Rex Lawless does, okay. does NWA. He does uh, NWA up in Massachusetts. I believe that's called On Fire. Um, he does NWA Coastal. That's actually how I originally heard about it, mm-hmm. through the grapevine and things like that. Um, they're looking to... Actually, they're bringing in uh, Greek God Papadon and Anthony Nice to do uh, their November 2nd 
Um, it's billed as like a battle of champions, I believe. Okay. Right. Um, that's also, you can check that out on uh, my Facebook page if you like. That's uh, Braden Knight on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> so Braden Knight on Facebook, you're saying? Braden yes, I, Facebook? I think it's what, facebook.com slash Braden Knight? There you go. On Facebook. On Facebook. There's also, okay. I think there's a YouTube out there of me too. It's I, I think it's youtube.com slash user or users the real Braden Knight. Okay. Why don't you just hit the search bar, you know. <laughs> search Braden Knight. <laughs> there we go. Excellent. Braden, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, and uh, Before you we guys. wrap this up, can I just say that I want to paint a picture right now. This car looks like the scene where Jack and, and Rose have sex. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I just want to like, go like recording <laughs> in pro, marking out recording in progress. Yeah, maybe, we, maybe we should take a picture. Maybe we should do that and just take a picture, and that'll be the picture. I'll press my face and my hand against the window. <laughs> yeah, right. I can put my ass cheeks against the window if I want. I mean, <laughs> nah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, no <laughs> free shows for you people. <laughs> <laughs> They're not seeing any. This is the podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. And we're back. I'm Mark Knapp, Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Uh, thanks to Braden Knight for coming on the podcast, talking to us, telling us about all the innards that were uh, going on backstage at WWE. Talking, hyping up NWA a lot. Yeah, NWA. It looks like I, I have Ion, I think, on Fios. I'm not sure. Do you, do you up in Boston have like the Ion Network? Because apparently they're going to have some NWA show on there, Jamie. Oh, really? I, I'm yeah. not sure. I looked, though. Jay Silva, excuse me. I'm sorry. I will look. All right, cool. Yeah, so, you know, we did interview Brayden at NYWC. Thursday night, we were at NYWC till I collapse. And what was it on a Thursday? I don't know. I liked they, it, though. I was they've been to... pretty good shows on Thursdays. I, I think it was just like a test run just to see how it would go and everything. I don't think they're going to do it again, though. No? No. Why not? The whole summer's been Thursdays, and they've had great well, summer. Yeah, kids don't have school on Friday, but now you have kids have school on Friday. Yeah. But it was it was a, a wild, wild, a lot of fun event. We got to see a lot of... Interesting faces. Yeah, you start the show off with the suicidal six way. No, it started with the suicidal six way. You sure? Positive. Did it start with the divas? No, I mean, it didn't start. It didn't start with the Starlet Championship. All right. Started off with a suicidal six way. You had Ryan Rush, Dustin Carino, Big Smith, James, uh, Lance. How do you say that, Brandon? Anawahi. Anawahi. Okay, yeah, he was up there too. Uh, Jay Lethal, which I popped huge for. I was like, oh my god, it's Jay Lethal, which was cool. A lot. Mark. What? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. You can call me a Mark. It's fine. It's fine. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a good match, back and forth, crazy, and uh, Brian Rush gets the win. Did we name everybody? Did, oh yeah, uh, Damien. Dar- no, Damien Darling wasn't in that match. No, he was in the main. Yeah, one, two, three, four, Damien five. Darling. Who else was in it? There was somebody else in it. <laughs> Who do we have? Uh, you had Dustin Carino, Ryan Rush, Jay Lee, the Lance Nanawahi, Big Smith, James, and we're missing somebody. Ah. Uh, Whatever. Okay, I'm sorry. If I, if I forget you, please tweet at us at MarkingOut, and uh, we'll figure out who the sixth person in the match was. Um, we have a new Starlet champion. Rick Cataldo beats Nick Yes, Yetz. really? <laughs> yeah, Nick, yeah, Rick oh, Cataldo Rick. is the new Starlet champion, beating Nikki Adams uh, with the help of... It, it kind of... With the help of the uh, referee, if you could say that. Brandon. Yeah, referee Alicia. Yeah, she... Uh, really, Alicia ref? Yeah, yeah, she ref. Special guest ref. It was good. It was a good, good match. Yeah, good for Rick Cataldo. Cataldo, freaking! I like those kicks to the face. Oh yeah, that's right. Nasty boots. Nasty, nasty boots. Um, you had a triple threat tag team match, which ended in a huge disqualification between the Slop Hunters, DJ Fat Pat, and Francis. Kipp and that and was Stevens. a good match too. A ton of double teaming, double D moves. The best, the best part of that match, which me, I just started laughing hysterically, is when John Silver. I think he took Kip up and gave him Ryback's finisher. Yeah, that was complete pretty- with the marching around the ring and everything like that. I was 
laughing so that's, that's hard. That's Rob Grimes for everyone who's WWE following. Yeah, and doesn't follow NYWC. Yeah, Rob or... Grimes. Rob. By the way, he stole my name, that little prick. <laughs> no, you're Jay Silva. Yeah, with Buck also, right? Yeah, well, no. that was my. He took my place in my tag team, but he stole my name. Oh. Yeah. But actually, that's his real birth name, so I, I can't really blame him for that. Yeah. It was it was Spider in the sixth way. A spider. spider. Thank Shit, you. That's what I was looking up right now. All right. All right. Uh, the Big O remains undefeated after Oops. winning a uh, six-man match with him and Reckless and Wasted versus Planet E, which was Justin Carino, Damian Darling, and, and Danny E. And Danny E, which was just – I still didn't get my beer. I asked all three of them before Those the match. Those motherfuckers. I'm like, hey, guys, listen, I'm here. I need some beer. Do I get any? No. Ouch. Just You could just keep calling Forge out. He'll, he'll listen. Yeah, he better listen to me. Bastard. <laughs> uh, Tony Nese retains the NYWC Fusion title over Stockade, which was as their last match for the Fusion title, which is awesome. Very good. I was a big fan of the uh, the monkey flip where Tony Nese flipped over and landed on his feet spot, which was good. Talented guy. I taught, I taught him that. You, I'm sure you did. Did. <laughs> Just like how you tra- taught uh, Beretta how to punch. That, uh, that's true, too. Well, that, that I believe more than the monkey flip. <laughs> yeah. But what you want. Stockade could have, you know, hit, used the steel chair. Didn't. Then yeah. Crusher Dugan was going to hand Stockade a chair to pick up the help pick up the W, even though the referee was watching. Yeah. Which doesn't and make any he sense. he opted out of it and ended up costing him the match. Yeah. But, eh. It happens. Hey, especially with the matches, the, uh, the matches they've had. I guess they have they have the respect for each other, and you, you want to be a man and end it without any sort of disqualification. Brandon mentioned earlier. I don't know if he's going to mention it now, but he. But do you think Stockade's going to be kicked out of the Order of the Black, or do you think that there's a little bit of heat there? Yeah, I think there's just a little bit of heat. I don't think he's going to be kicked out. What's heat? That uh, show like that was fric- on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> like that friction. Fire. Like yeah. friction. We'll get oh, to that. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll get to that at the end of the show. I don't know these terms. Okay. Yeah, you don't know these terms. All right. <laughs> you guys are such insiders. I'm no, he he like is, that they're that they're hating on each other. Brandon said yeah. last. Brandon said that's not an inside la- term. Brandon said last week that two and a half wrestlers is a credible news source. Just 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 want to just it let is. you. It know. is as for as for backstage information. It is. Would you not agree with that? Me? Anyone? I'd agree with that. Okay. Thank you, Brandon. Yeah, see, I just want I just wanted to let you know about that, Jamie. Welcome, brother. <laughs> uh, then the main event, Apollyon sporting the new NYWC World Heavyweight title. Nice shiny title. Yeah, and gave him wings. It <laughs> gave him wings. Uh, facing off against Apollyon, this match was just it was wild because you had the fire alarms going off, and then at the end of the match, the lights go out. Apollyon hits a low blow with the lights off, yeah, and then hits F5. the uh, F five for the finisher. So interesting match, just because of the fire alarms and everything like that. Yeah, it got a it whether got, it's staged or not staged. I know Brandon th- was saying that it was staged. I, I'm not staged. No, I, I didn't say it was staged. Yeah, no, I, I meant not staged. Well, I think it could. I, I, I would believe that it was staged. I don't think it was just because when we left, there was three fire trucks coming down. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Hey guys, doesn't Forge a fireman? There was a yeah. He's a fireman, but there was not yeah, three fire trucks. Fire trucks. Yeah, there there was a FDNY car and then an ambulance. Wasn't uh, FDMY? There was an FDMY yeah. car, then they, they were in the wrong district. Yeah, oh, way well, in the long distance. Well, it was, um, Probably the local it? fire department. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't a fire truck. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, yeah, it was a great NYWC event. Next week is going to be, uh, next month will be House of Madness, 
which should be October twentieth. Sounds scary. Yeah, it is very. Oh, scary. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, they mentioned the name. I shit my pants. No, I didn't. But let's get on to. Uh, <laughs> well, last year we went to House of Madness and it was crazy. Yeah, we had that steel cage crazy House of Madness match, which was wild. But let's uh, let's get on to uh, one more topic before we get on to the end of the show. Shameless plugs and whatnot. Impact Wrestling from this week. I know. It, yes, I know. Deep breathe. Take your medication. We have to talk about it. Right. Well, it wasn't that bad. I mean, there's a couple good things we want to talk about. Samoa Joe winning the uh, television title, making him the second Grand Slam champion. Good for in, him. In TNA history, which was good. But you know what? The lead up to it just kind of like pissed me off because it's like Hulk Hogan's like, all right, let me take you four guys into my office and we'll talk about who should face off for the TV title. It's like, why don't you just have them face in a Four Corners elimination match for the TV title? That would have been so much better why instead of having do, three segments of backstage show. Yeah, why not do that just in the ring and get it over with as opposed to doing that annoying camera view and everything like that backstage? Making it like all shaky and everything like that. It. That's the dumbest camera angle they're at. Like, I know. It makes no sense. I know. I know. Um, Hulk Hogan confirmed it that uh, at Bound for Glory, it's going to be Bobby Roode versus James Storm in a no-holds-barred match. But with a no-holds-barred match, you need a special enforcer, apparently. And that special enforcer is going to be King Mo. You know him from uh, the mixed martial arts world. Uh, he, King Mo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought like you, okay, I thought you were confusing him with King Mabel or something. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, King no, Mabel is going to be Mo. Uh, yeah. He was signed on to a con- big contract, I think, uh, beginning of the summer, maybe. Yeah. No, I think it was earlier than that with, uh, with TNA, and now he's going to make his debut at Fair Pound for Glory. But... A smart way to debut him. Uh, do you think it's a little bit too late, though, with this kind of a feud? I mean, I, I feel like it's a little bit late. I feel like this match should have happened a long time ago. Well, it did. Yeah, it did. But, but yes, you- yes and no. But you know what? Going back to – we say this all the time that you know wrestling fans have very short attention spans. Going back to also the Kevin Steen feud in Ring of Honor, how that went on for a year. This is an <laughs> ongoing, very super long feud, no. you know, and you don't see these a lot. So going back to something else. No, let's get let's go forward. Um, gut check this week. I don't even know what that kid's name was. Something very Greek. The uh, kid's good. He's from up here, actually. Yeah. Have you seen him yeah. up there wrestle? Or I think yes, actually, I have. Did does you see he, him? Does he get a yes from you or a no? Uh, yes. I didn't think his. He's very I, young. Though. I didn't think. Yeah, he is. Yeah, but I didn't think his match was bad. I, I thought. I match. thought it was bad. Like, uh, I thought it was a bad match. Yeah, but he didn't. He doesn't get the uh, TNA contract. Uh, but he, that's but that's okay though, because he's kicking on Honus Craft on the Indies, and then when he gets signed to a WWE contract, he can be like, "Hey TNA, go fuck yourselves." <laughs> yeah. Now they need more nose on that uh, gut check anyway. What more nose on yeah. that gut check? Well, I mean, like we can't give everybody. Oh contracts. no! Like no, oh, no, yeah, not like not no. Th- can I thought get you said in. nose. No, like, no, no. You know, I'm not pointing everybody to my nose can get right in. Now. All right, and then you had um. <clears throat> excuse me, I have to pause. Cough break. Uh, cough break. Um, Bound for Glory, it's going to be set. It's going to be two members of Aces and Eights versus two people that Hulk Hogan picks directly. Hulk Hogan went into Aces and Eights clubhouse this week along with Sting to try to get Joseph Parks back. If Aces and Eight win at Bound for Glory, it's they get access back to Impact Wrestling. So I, maybe I guess it gets they get contracts to Impact Wrestling. You're going to tell me that they can't figure out any way to sneak into the building. You know, maybe lose the mass and walk in with the audience? Yeah. Eh, I, I, I like it. You know, it kind of adds some, you know. I, I don't like it. I think it's dumb. Yeah. You think everything's dumb, Dave. No, I don't. 
Why why is it not dumb though? Why is it dumb? Why is it dumb? Yeah, why is it dumb? I just said why it's dumb. Well reiterate yourself. I don't like the fact that it's to gain entrance into an arena. Well, I think that's stupid. Maybe it gives them TNA contracts. You never know. Let's not call that an arena. Either. I think it's I yeah. think it's lasted a little too long. I mean Mike Knox, these guys fastest they should have taken the masks off like probably a good three weeks ago by now. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Should have happened a long time ago. Well, maybe we'll see that at Bound for Glory. Maybe these they'll take their masks off and they'll just instead of calling okay. themselves aces and eights, they'll call themselves the good brothers. Who knows? Maybe we'll we'll see them unmask before some of them unmask uh, before beat up their opponents. And... The real question is when the hell is Brandon going to take his mask off? Yeah, Brandon. Brandon, you should join Aces and Eights. There you go. Uh, might Actually, already that... might already be in there. So, ooh, you're right. Yeah, he's still did not listen to the show, buddy. He's still getting Sorry. trained by uh, Rocky Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he, Brandon's he, getting trained by Rocky Johnson. Yeah, he's right still now. going through training, and then he's going to sign up for PWS training. It, it, it's a hell of a process. I'm learning all about bridges and tunnels. I'm <laughs> <laughs> choking. Was it? That tickles. <laughs> no choking. No choking. I'm so happy. Worst impression ever. Right. Yeah, so that's really all we had to talk about Impact. Bad for Lori is in, I think, two weeks or so. It's going to be in Arizona. Did you know that the state tie of Arizona is the Bolo tie? Why do we keep going to Arizona facts? Where did you learn all these from? I have a buddy that I used to work with at the restaurant who's from Arizona. So every day he'd come up with some sort of Arizona fun fact. So every week until Bound for Glory, I will be giving everybody a new Arizona fun fact. Did well, you know, don't use Arizona the same ones from the other right? show. I don't think I said anything about being a bolo tie. Anything about bolo ties. I said, this, I said that I, yeah, one. one. Um, <laughs> Lex Luger is going to be there. Yeah, Lex Luger is going to be inducting cool. Sting into the Hall of Fame, which should be interesting. I don't want to see him. He rather, did, they, did they do away with Christian being there? I have no clue. He was never announced as being there, dude. So it was just dirt sheet bullshit? Yeah, probably. Welcome to the dirt sheets. Yeah. <laughs> He was, never he, was, he was never announced to, as a <laughs> as a. <laughs> he said, "What do you miss Morrison?" The dirt <laughs> In life, there are winners and there are losers, and there are shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Shameless plugs. Thanks, thanks. There you go. All right, just, Jamie, uh, Jay Silva, we'll just have you do all like the. Uh, yeah, I do listen. I know. Right. Thank you. All right. On... Now I'll tack in like I've been doing and get it myself. <laughs> <laughs> on October 5th, you got FWE back to Brooklyn. It's going to be their first IP review. Go order at WWN. Wait, www.wwnlive.com. Go, go check it out. FWEWrestling.com. They're going to have Tommy Dreamer versus Rhino, Beautiful People versus Winter and Maria, Damian Darling, Matt, uh, Matt, uh, Sanjay Dutt, Davari. Big Daddy V, Maurice, a lot of people. They even got the Jay Lethal, London, and Kendrick versus Young Bucks and Petey Williams. Yep, that's Don't right. miss this event. Big Daddy V will be facing off against Maurice. Yes. No, no, it's not Big Daddy V versus Maurice. It's Maurice's Big... gimmick is Big Daddy V Maurice. Yeah, it's a Big Daddy V Maurice. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> M5V, we mean vagina. Apparently she's doing the commentary for the entire uh, <laughs> iPad Badge. Really? Nice. She's doing. I don't know how that's going to be. Yeah, apparently she's doing the entire live commentary for IP review, I think. Uh, interesting. All right, what's your next show? All right, so point? go order it. Then my second one goes out to Larry Legend. Go follow him at BLK. Hey! <laughs> yep. I'm going to see him tonight, actually, up here at, uh, up in Mass in ICW. Oh, are you going to the wrestling event tonight? Yes, I am. Nice. Well, what's, that away? what's a hot match on there on the card? What are they promoting? Um... Uh, 
I don't even know. Uh, Moff and Dreamer. Uh, Damanto is on it against Sammy Callahan. Nice. Actually, no. Callahan's injured. Ooh, I don't know if I'm supposed to. Against <laughs> Callahan. Um, um, Sheik. Iron Sheik. I don't even know who's going to be there. But is, go look up going, ICW. It's is the Clown right. booked at all? No. Damn it. Go check out ICW and then go also check out Larry Legend. He does the ring commentary for the ring announcing for CCW, MMA, Muay Thai, NYWC, PWS, everywhere. Go check him out. And then my last uh, shameless plug goes to a fan. It's what316 at that fool Ange, which is, I guess, short for Ange, uh, Angel or Ange. I is it A N G? A N G. Okay. Ange? Ange? I don't know. Big go Ange. follow them. Brandon, do you know who Big Ange is? Uh, yeah, I do. From the Mob Wives? I love her. She I is thought, actually. I honestly thought she was a dude. <laughs> She is actually um, related to my manager. It's like my really? ma- yeah, it's my manager's aunt. She's like, you know, Big Ange. I'm like, no. She's like, that's my aunt. I'm like, great. I don't care. People I'm brag about gay. that I'm shit. Hey, people. Yeah, job. people do. Oh, I can't even do that anymore. <coughs> <laughs> Johnny, I can't do that. <laughs> little Johnny Ace right there. Yeah. You know, Johnny, Johnny Ace is like that. No one does Kevin's as good as Kevin. What? Yeah, well. We keep on trying to get Kevin on the show. Good luck. Totally yeah. get him on my own show. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. It's Chris's Match of the Week time. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Chris's Match of the Week. Yeah. There we go. A lot of two of those. Chris's Match of the Week. If you haven't realized it yet, when I was raving about it on the show, it's going to be Kofi versus Dolph Ziggler from Monday Night Raw. Awesome. That's all I can say. These guys put on a hell of a match, and that'll be on our Facebook page on Thursday. What's our Facebook uh, page? Facebook.com slash marking out. We're not, oh. we're not, no, we're not doing that again. The, doing what? Braden Knight, Braden Knight, Braden Knight. No, I was just asking you a question. Okay. Facebook.com slash marking out. All right. Uh, Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could listen. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon, who are you shouting out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout outs. Waka waka. Oh, nothing there. I don't know on this one. <laughs> he, does, he, has, he has his little ones that he always does. Yeah, so. you don't want to cut him off on this one again. So, Brandon, seriously, who are you shouting out this time? Be professional. First one going out, Dolph Ziggler, Kofi Kingston from Monday Night Raw, as as it was Chris's match of the week. Uh, it's exactly what wrestling matches should be. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Second shout-out goes to David Wright. I went to the Mets game on Wednesday night. Did not mean for that to rhyme. And he beat Ed Cranepool, Ed Cranepool's all-time Mets hit record with and fifteen. Cool that. He definitely, that he definitely said at the end, "My ass is tight." <laughs> no, he I'm definitely good. did write that rhyme. <laughs> and then the third and final shout-out: Keith Hernandez shaved his mustache. Uh, this will probably be the only time there will be two Mets shout-outs in an episode. And I can't believe he shaved it, but apparently it was for there was money donated yeah. to charity over it, so it's cool. Keith Hernandez. Keith Hernandez mustache, whatever gets the shout out. But you don't, you don't, you don't give a shout out to R.I. Dickey for winning his twentieth game. Come on, man. This was this is more important. Listen, he's on. He can, he's, he he's on a short, Young. He's on a short list right now with like Tom Seaver and David Cohn and Doc Gooden, and I picked him up in the twenty fourth round of my fantasy baseball draft. Just I, I, I like to just tout that to everybody, but not cool tout. Story, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Very, you still didn't win, Jamie. Jamie, you want to do a shalom of the week? Jay Silva, you want to do a shalom of the week? No, on the show? show? Okay. No, effing do it. Dude, F and I don't do have one. Now. Just do your show. Just do the shalom to your show and plug your show. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, I guess we have a a, this- a very special shalom of the week this week going out to 
uh, Jay Silva, Pat Buck, Kevin Matthews. Shalom! You can follow them on Twitter at T-A-A-H-W-S-P-C and go on the website www, which stands for World Wide Web, .com with yeah. a new episode up from this week with both Angelina Love and Velvet Sky, a.k.a. The Beautiful People. A.k.a. Did, did no. you just sing your own theme song when you said Jay Silva, Pat Buck, Kevin Matthews? That's what happened. Now, when you start saying it, <laughs> <laughs> you, Brandon, you, you're telling me you don't sing the marking out theme while you're in the shower? No, I don't. I do it to annoy other people that don't like me, <laughs> which is everybody. Everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it. It's our our. the markout moment of the week. Did we have a markout moment of the week? Did anybody mark out about anything big time this week? Brandon, you, you marked mark- out for Jay Lethal. I did. I marked out big time. On the show earlier today, yeah. I was like, oh my god, Jay Lethal. I popped pretty big for that. I was excited. So he's, a, he's a great worker and it's always good to see him, especially at NYWC. Very small, inter- intimate gathering. NYWC. NYWC. Go check it out. NYWCWrestling.com. Yeah. I, I, probably popped for, I probably marked out for a bunch of other things this week, but it has I, been a very I marked week. out for Ryback at the end. You, oh yeah, okay. There we go. I did mark out for that. I think I honestly, I think I marked. I mean, I don't want to say marked out, but for for to see Lance Onawahi wrestle. No. You, oh yeah, you you did. You did marked you see out. Did PWS? I did, but I didn't know he was there. Like I didn't know because that match had so much going on in it. Oh, that's right. He was in the Royal the Rumble, right? The Royal Rumble. He was in the Rumble, right? Yeah. So like yeah. this this match, like he was actually up close and personal. It's pretty cool to see a generational star like that. Generational. Yeah, yeah, a fourth a fourth generation star. Those are, are those. Out? I can't even count the generations. You know that? No. No, like you can't like, count. Can we go and count them. Like who? Who is he? He's he's the son of Afa, I believe. No, is it Afa or Sika? I, I thought it was Sika. I think Sika. But he's not the son of Sika. He's the great. Is he great grandson? Grandson? I don't know. I, that I family. Don't know. That never, family is so confusing. Yeah, that family got everything. Yeah. Fat guys, skinny guys, multimedia stars. Oh, I wanted to make that joke with SmackDown. What? With or with Raw with the blonde who who took out Caitlyn. Oh yeah, didn't Kurt Hawkins tweet that it wasn't him? I I said it was Rikishi, and he did it for The Rock. Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought. I All right, but anyway, that is our show for this week. You can go to markingout.com if you're not listening to it on there. Buy some shirts. Uh, Facebook.com slash markingout. Twitter.com slash markingout. Thanks to Jay Silva from Two and a Half Wrestlers for uh, contributing on the show this week. You can go to two and a half wrestlers.com. Thanks to Braden Knight. Thanks to Braden Knight for doing the interview. Uh, br- Facebook.com slash Braden Knight. Uh, NYWCWrestling.com. Um, for myself, for Brandon, for Dave, and for Jay Silva, we wish you the best of luck, best of luck in, in your future, future endeavors. endeavors. And have a good week. Oh!